You're listening to Diary of a Congresswoman, a series of conversations with Teresa Ledger-Fernandez. I'm Mary Charlotte Domandi. My district is home to breathtaking mountains, incredible diversity, and a rich history. To understand my district, you must know not only its beauty, but also its poverty and promise. We must create opportunities. You are listening to Teresa's first speech on the floor of the House of Representatives. She actually had the opportunity to speak twice on the floor today. Create opportunities for essential workers who risk their lives to keep our country running and recognize that education is the key to realize the promise of our communities. Hey, how are you? I am fine. Let's go quickly because we have been nonstop all day and I'm exhausted. I've spoke on the floor of the house for the first time, and I spoke twice. So my first comments was more broad. It was about the, basically the theme of what we want to do. And I really think that I want to be about creating opportunity in places of poverty, creating opportunity, you know, all over the place that really we are kind of the party of opportunity. That's what we're supposed to be about is protecting what we love, but then When you protect what you love, you then want to help make it thrive. In order to make it thrive, you have to create opportunities, especially when there are obstacles in front of it. So the idea of the first speech was to sort of set out a theme of what I want to be and what my district is like. And you you have a minute to do it. So you have to be very efficient. And then like, then what does that mean? And what that means in this instance is the Learning Recovery Act, because education is really the key to realizing the promise. I often said during the campaign, and now I sit on the floor of the house to understand my district, you need to know not only its beauty, but also its poverty and its promise. And then, you know, the theme of opportunity and education really is the key to unlocking the promise, right? To realizing the promise. And I talked about the Learning Recovery Act because you know, that's what we need to do to make sure we don't make the education gap any further. So that was wonderful. But then it was really great to participate in the debate about the reconciliation bill and why do we need to do this now? So my second comments on the floor to my colleagues was about why we need to do it now. And it really was, we cannot wait. Like we've been waiting too long. Like Our job, that's why I said, our job is to fix problems, right? And if we don't fix problems, why are we here? And so we need to act now. And it really felt good. And the other thing about the first one, because the first one, I had to be in on one minute. And the second one, you know, we had some notes and then they gave me more time. And so I got to really at live and talk about and respond to what they were saying and talk back about, listen, I'm listening to the people, you know, whether they're rural, suburban, Latino, Hispano, Native American, like we're listening to them and they want us to act. And so it was, that was also a lot of fun. And then we had just, you know, one vote, one vote, one vote. And then you have to figure out all of the like, okay, this is the vote to call the question and but then we have these two amendments and these ones we vote no on and this one you know so you have to make sure you keep track so you don't vote wrong <laughs> right there was a woman yeah there was a woman you know there was an, a, a democratic colleague who went i need to go back in there because i can either change my vote i voted <laughs> so she ran in to change her vote from yes to no so it was fun Do you think, I mean, speeches like that, you know, sometimes I watch C-SPAN and see people giving their speeches and sometimes their speeches to an empty chamber and sometimes everybody's listening. Do people listen? Like, 
is it an exercise in saying what you need to say or is there a real kind of like sense of a dialogue and participatory people listening to each other? I think that there is a dialogue often on like the debates on the bills and stuff. Like we were responding, a Republican would get up and say something and then we would respond to that or they'd respond to it. Like the first one minute was really, I am saying what I'm here for. So that wasn't a debate. And the debate side, they were like, oh, we don't want that. People don't want this. You know, our rural America, does not, it's like, you're making rural. You know, I, I like responded to what they were saying and therefore felt like it was a dialogue with their argument. And I think, you know, there might've been an empty room, but I had a lot of people come up to me because we might have more of an empty room, but people are listening to it on their C-SPANs in their offices. So they're listening to it and it's helping us all think about how do we go back and talk to our communities about this? And I told Steny Hoyer, you know, the majority floor leader, listen, all of those things that were said, you know, with regards to the Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Republicans have told us who they are. They are a group that is refusing to take action against somebody who espouses these violent conspiracy theories, just horrible things, these racist, anti-Muslim, I mean, go on and on, you know, anti-Semitic things. I'm still caught up in Jewish space lasers. Yeah, the Jewish space lasers and, you know, Muslims don't belong in the in the house. And here's a picture of me with my gun. So I think what we're also doing is we are talking to our constituencies. We have to remember it's not just us. We represent people. And so like my speech is going to be heard by some of my constituents. And that's what's important. So they can go back and say, what is Teresa saying? And I said, New Mexicans are this and New Mexicans are that. And my district is this. And so they can see that I am taking their viewpoints onto the floor of the house. And that's what's important. So when people say, oh, it's an empty womb. Well, I'm not just talking to the Republicans or the Democrats. I'm talking to my constituents and I'm talking to the future. Right. We're setting a record. On that note, I will let you go. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening today. Please go to congressdiary.com for more info and other podcasts and to connect with us on social media. And if you have any questions or comments, including questions for the Congresswoman, please email me at diary at radiocafe.org.